sauce. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to the Cheeky Punt Podcast. I'm your host, Pez, and you are here for the Cheeky Punt Pod finals version because we are recording for Friday and the Saturday game source. That's correct, Pez. Um, great to, to be able to separate the shows into two uh, two of the main um, highlights of the final series, the Port Adelaide Geelong game and then the rest of them. So I like the way that we've uh, definitely spread out these shows. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> we don't get the teams for the St Kilda Bulldogs and the West Coast Collingwood yet. That'll happen at about 6.25 uh, tonight, but uh, we do get the teams for the Brisbane Richmond game, so we've got a, a lot of information about that game to be able to place some bets. We don't have to place any futures because they're already done. Uh, we are going to be doing a recap show early next week where we recap all the final series. Source listeners, he didn't really want to talk about last night's game with Geelong. Uh, going down because a lot of his bets did revolve around that as well. Yeah, still a little bit uh, sombre from Geelong's performance last night. So I'll need a couple of days to recover and then hopefully on our recap show, Pez will be a little bit up and about and I'll be motivated to kick on. <laughs> yeah, well, as at least you got the double chance and at least the Cats are still in. But uh, change of heart from you, I'm guessing. Yeah, change of heart for who I want to win tonight, most yep, definitely. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going for Brisbane. Uh, and it's really interesting because it looks like the punters are, are starting to jump on Brisbane as well. The odds have significantly uh, shifted, but definitely a different philosophy now that uh, I know what happened last night. Uh, definitely going for Brisbane tonight. And um, I don't know if I want Collingwood or West Coast to, to play next week, so I still haven't worked that one out, but uh, that'll shift probably throughout the show. That was a good game last time uh, when this year when West Coast played you guys. It was a cracking game. I think I'd probably prefer Collingwood. Yep. Um, but both teams have beaten us, so I don't know who I'd technically prefer. Yeah, no, it's 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 big stuff, especially uh, when you're on the verge of going out in straight sets. There's a lot of pressure around the club because uh, they've lost a lot of finals in the last uh, few seasons. And what we spoke about yesterday is you guys not having a Ruckman in it. It showed last night as well. Yeah, we're not going to get into it here, Pez. Uh, you, you're starting to tempt me. I can see you there throwing <laughs> that, dangling the little carrot there, trying to get me involved. But 25% uh, winning rate since 2000 and uh, I think it was 2007. 2007, no, it must have been a bit later than that, but it's 25% over the last 12 uh, matches we've played in finals, which is ridiculous. Yeah, not, not good enough for a team of that calibre who's finished in the top four a lot of times, but we will get into it in depth in our recap show. But today, what we're doing, we're excited for Friday Night Footy. It's finals footy, another qualifying final, Brisbane versus Richmond, and we've got the two finals tomorrow. So uh, let's get into the bet slip and we'll get started. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small now Bex with an opportunity about 50 metres out. I was with a mate and um, we were getting getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on on Maxie. Do you want, do you want some as well? And I, I said... Oh, there we have it. That gets us pumped up. And Sauce, you don't want to uh, be talking about footy too much because I, I'm feeling that you're a little bit disappointed. Yeah, we expected the Cats to win. A lot of Geelong supporters would be utterly disappointed that they have to travel the tough road to try and get into a prelim and then try and get into a grand final. So uh, it's a very important game tonight because the, the winner of this goes straight into a prelim, opposite side of Port Adelaide, and the loser will have to play again next week, which uh, isn't always ideal. So... Brisbane Lions versus Richmond. Now, Richmond usually have the wood over them. Uh, introduce this game for us. 
Well, we've got Brisbane Lions, as you said, finishing second. Richmond finishing third. An absolute cracker. These two teams played last year in the exact same final and uh, Richmond prevailed by, I think it was 37 points. Brisbane go in as the outsiders despite a home final, $2, and despite finishing higher. Uh, Richmond, $1.80 favourites. The line is two and a half pairs. Really interested. This market has significantly shifted in the week, and uh, Richmond started, I think, $1.60 as the favourites, and they've come right out into $1.80. So they still are favourites, but they are shortening. Yeah, definitely. I, I looked at it before. I was surprised Brisbane into $2, and uh, Richmond added $1.80. But we heard the news earlier in the week on the Monday that um, – Tom Lynch was ruled out on Monday, which is really strange because clubs, they usually, if they've got an injury like that, they wait till the final hour because they don't want to give the other club enough information about their side. But they must have just thought, you know what? He's not playing. We're going to play Marby Chol, and this is going to happen. We're not hiding anything. We're Richmond. They are bringing back in uh, Dion Prestia. But here are the changes. We've got Cam Alice Yolman and Jack Payne omitted for Jared Berry and Harris Andrews. So significant boost to the Brisbane Lions team, especially in defence there with Harris Andrews over Jack Payne. Jack Payne just being a young fellow who's got his uh, first game this year and uh, has been struggling a bit in some cases and losing one-on-one contests and things like that. Josh Caddy has been omitted. He was uh, one really important Richmond player in that 2017 uh, run. So it's surprising to see him as the, the 23rd player, literally, because he comes in and out of the side. Jack Ross also admitted, omitted... Probably not his fault. They're just uh, very talented in there, and uh, he's a young young fella trying to get trying to get through. Shea Bolton comes in, and Dion Prestia comes in. So they are two massive names. Haven't played footy in a while, but interesting to see how they go. Yeah, very interesting. And it's it's interesting when you have two big ins, like Harris Andrews, Harris Andrews for the Brisbane Lions, massive in. You know, you'd really back him into their uh, into their best side, all Australian. And the same with uh, Richmond. Both teams get stronger. You would say with both these ins, they're pretty much both at full. Um, at full fire, Richmond obviously mention, uh, missing Lynch, as you mentioned. But a uh, bit disappointing that Caddy couldn't make the cut, but that just shows you the calibre of this Richmond side, that a premiership hero like Caddy, who's been in pretty decent form throughout the last month or so, can't get into the side. Yeah, I would think uh, the one to miss out and be on the fringe would be Daniel Rioli. I think he's really struggled um, over the past month of footy. He's, he has kicked some goals, which has probably saved his spot, but... I don't think his nah, disposal last, has been up to it, and I think he's done. Last week, last week saluted his spot. He kicked two two goals well, the week before that, two goals, uh, and against against a, in a nothing game, kicking those goals, he does bring that excitement. And I think that's the the one of those players. When you saw it last night with Stevie Motlop, he's one of those players where you don't need a lot of the possessions, but when they do get the ball, they can be electric. They do have that offer, that X factor, and if uh, Rioli can offer what Motlop offered last night, three kicks, three goals in crucial stages, round the body, get the team going, then you definitely got to have him in there. Consistency, I mean, what is consistency for an X-factor an X sort of player? Like those players that pop up and kick a goal, what's a consistent game for those players? Yeah, well, uh, at least a goal a game, I guess. So uh, if, he, if he's doing that, he's doing that. But I just think his disposal around the ground and he's actually positioning and stuff he has been struggling with, just noticing that watching Richmond games. I think the pressure's on tonight. And it's finals footy, there's always pressure. But Brisbane, coming off last year, we've mentioned it already, they lost in straight sets last year, and they're playing Richmond again, who they played in the first qualifying final. If they lose this one at home after finishing second again, playing in their home state for nearly the whole season, it is going to be a struggle. And Richmond don't have Tom Lynch, so Brisbane's best opportunity. But Richmond still go in as favourites with all that finals experience. 
So it's interesting you say that because obviously coming into the season, Richmond, everyone was the heavy favourite. Coming to this final series, the heavy favourite. Richmond coming from fourth, or sorry, third, heavy favourite. Almost a month out from finals, not even in the top four. They were the favourite for the flag. Is the pressure on Brisbane needing to solidify a, a, a you know a, a, limit, a qualifying final berth? Or is it on Richmond Tigers who have been the flag favourite since about round seven, despite even being in the top four? Oh, it's... 100% on both clubs. So whoever loses, there's some backlash happening because uh, if Richmond lose, oh, you're premiership favourites. You're not going to be able to win it now. You're on that side of the draw. You have to play an extra week. If Brisbane lose, though, I think there'll be more backlash because they, they lost their two finals last year. They need to win a final. This team is up and coming. I didn't think they'd get in the top four this year. I didn't know COVID was happening. They're going to play every game in Queensland. But they've impressed me. And Lockie Neal's been playing... Outstanding footy, he'll, get, he'll win the Brownlow medal, and they, they have a couple of uh, couple of no name players really that uh, a lot of Victorian supporters wouldn't really know that stand up and do their job week in week out. They got Jared Lyons, who was a big pickup from the Gold Coast. He didn't fit over there, and uh, imagine him at Gold Coast this year if he was playing like that. But he's really important to their their thing. And if Eric Hipwood can kick straight and get some shots on goal, he could kick three or four goals and be be the difference here. Yeah, most definitely. You spoke about Rich, uh, Richmond um, and sorry Brisbane playing up into the Gabba for most of the year. They've gone nine and zero this year in at the Gabba this year, which which is huge. They try to make that a fortress as it is, but Richmond have been probably the most successful club at the Gabba, uh, winning its last eleven matches in there, dating back to two thousand and five. Really interesting that you mentioned these no name players around the ground. You have to look at Brisbane's side and you have to say, like looking at it, you know, someone that looks at football quite quite you know in depth. They've got quite a, a great mixture of experience and young and up up and coming stars and you look around that ground and you don't really see any weaknesses now of course that makes perfect sense being a top two side but around Richmond side there's some areas there that's you know there's some also some lesser names they've got the premiership experience but you have to say in terms of talent and, and the way that they've been performing this year you have to sort of lean towards Brisbane just on the um the, the consistent sort of middle round players like not their best 20 not their top players but that middle sort of the ground players yeah, so you're talking like top six, bottom six, uh, middle yep. six as well. But uh, I just look, I think uh, Richmond's defence is really, really strong, like super strong. And I think that's where uh, they can get exploited, Brisbane, because uh, Darcy Gardner and Ryan Lester down there in defence as well. I know Harris Andrews will be able to, you know, take Rewalt and I don't know if we'll be able to hold him hold him to anything without having a thing there. Uh, Marby Achol, he, he needs to step up and, and do a couple of things today. Really important game for him. He's actually impressed me in, in a few games this year that I've watched him in. Uh, very athletic and uh, gets around the ground. So if he can, you know, separate space and make them focus on him as well and not have to sag off him and help on Rewalt, it will go really uh, well for Richmond winning the game. Yeah, most definitely. And you spoke about Rich, uh, Brisbane's defence being sort of lacklustre in talent. Uh, Zach Bailey, Ryan Lester, Grant Birchall, they're going to have the tough job because they're, they're lining up against, you know, the the half-forwards of, of Castagna, who we know loves to pop up for a goal, Shea Bolton, who's been in ripping form, and Dusty Martin, the you know, the finals elite beast that is Dusty Martin. And you have to lean towards in terms of elite talent and the strength around the, around the ground in terms of their forward line. Richmond definitely can exploit Brisbane there, but I sort of don't mind if, you know, against a Richmond side that, you know, do sort of hold themselves on a, a defensive sort of brand of football, Brisbane have so many offensive weapons when they're on target. We know they lead the lead in behinds. We know that they can pile on a score really quickly when accurate, and they can blow up games. Uh, and I think that if, you know, if a team is going to beat Richmond this year, Brisbane in Brisbane, 
with all this expectation and pressure, is a decent shot to do it. You know, we sort of, the last probably two months, the wheels have sort of started to come off from Richmond. They had those injuries early on in the year. They've had all that trouble in the media with, you know, the, the fingers in the, in the unregion places. You don't want them to go. And they've had a couple of players kicked out of the, the COVID hub. Are the wheels coming off or is this just Richmond facing adversity and on the way to a third premiership? Facing adversity, like uh, if you're a Hawthorne supporter, you're a Geelong supporter, you wouldn't want this Richmond Tigers team to win another premiership because then they go into this, the discussion as well. Um, also, Brisbane with their three-peat earlier in the in the uh, century. Uh, last time they played... <laughs> in the century. <laughs> it's just the way, the funny that you yeah. said it. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, in the last fucking 100 2001, years. 2001, <laughs> 2002, 2003. Not the last 100 years, early in the century. Century. <laughs> <laughs> but last time... Yeah, you remember, Richmond beat them by 41 points, but that was the game where Brisbane kicked four goals, 17. They could not kick a goal to save themselves. And they should have been in that game a lot more than they were. And Richmond got done, won by 41 points. It's... uh it's set up for a classic, this one. Yeah, and as, as we said, those half-forwards, you know, Dusty Martin kicked six goals in the opening final. Dusty Martin kicked six goals and you kick 17 points. You know, chance for, in for a win. Brisbane need to come out. And, and again, this year, the, the, the highest criticism for Brisbane has been being able to score. They sort of neaten it up in the last, last couple of weeks. Stop having those, you know, they're not getting as many behinds. But I think they've become less reckless with those shots on goal, those pings from nowhere. So... Interesting game. It sounds like we're both leaning towards Richmond. I mean, I'm going to be cheering for Brisbane, but uh, it sounds like in terms of actually talent alone, we're both leaning for, for Richmond. Yeah, if I, have, if I have to tip the game, I'll probably uh, tip Richmond to win. You get a pretty good price. So if you want to use the points bet special with the halftime leading, I, I use that in the personal last night source with Geelong, and Geelong were leading with 40 seconds uh, in that second quarter there and then uh, gave up a goal on the, on the halftime siren. So that was disappointing. Didn't get paid out and didn't win in the end. But uh, what do you got? Um, I've gone the, with Sportsbet, the four-leg or the three-leg same-game multi. Um, I've chucked a fourth leg in there just to get over a little bit of extra value and there's no chance that it's not getting up. Oh, um, here we go. Well, 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 we know finals is a low-scoring affair at, at normal, but Sportsbet haven't adjusted their normal um, alternative lines for, for total points. Okay. So under 150 points, which the game is most definitely going to, to go under that with the, the tight contested game that both these sides play, um, I've put that in there and it's a dollar one. Like, like, is it really? Yeah, the, I think the line for this game was 111. Like, that's the total points game. So it's going under 150 yep. points. Watch it, watch it blow up to 200 <laughs> points in tonight. But I've gone that It'd be with... be 90, 80 Yeah, something. I've gone that with Dustin Martin, anytime goal scorer. As I said, I think Brisbane are really struggling that sort of that halfback sort of line. And Dusty Martin, I've got him for most goals in the AFL final series. So he's got to snag a goal tonight. He'll probably kick three or four. I've gone Jared Lyons to get 15. As you said, Pez, an absolute beast. He's been a, a great pickup for Brisbane Lions. Collects that in his sleep. And the one that I've gone a little bit um, unnoticed this week in terms of the media, I've gone with Dion Prestia to get 20 disposals. Now, he's coming back from a first game, and normally I like to steer away from players returning from injury, but I actually think he's been ready for the last month. I think they've been just nursing him back, getting him ready, and he's absolutely ready to fire. So he will get that uh, pretty easily, Pez. And uh, that gives me odds of $2.25, and I've chucked 25 on that. One leg fails, money back, of course. Yep, and taking advantage of that sports bet thing, very, very good. I like your Dustin Martin leg because I've got a three-leg same-game multi and I've got Dustin Martin as an anytime goal scorer as well. I think he's a uh, decent value. I think it was only a dollar twenty-two or something like that, but he is going to spend a bit of time up forward. They're going to try and exploit, especially with Tom Lynch out of the side. They need some more scoring power. So Dustin Martin one-on-one, -on -one, one of the best one-on-one -on -one players down there, and I'm, I'm not sure who's going to go to him. Uh, Shay Bolton, I like him to get 15. Uh, he wasn't getting 15 when Presti was in the side earlier in the year. 
source, but uh, his role has stepped up and he's he's got this little first step that he does and I just love watching it. So I kind of want to cheer for him tonight and every time he gets the pill, I'll, I'll be able to celebrate. So him to get 15 and Jaden Short coming off the bench. Basha Hooley's back in the side. So I've gone a bit risky as well. Jaden Short to get 15 because he was about $1.36 and he was killing it when Basha Hooley was out of the side. But he is a good kick and they have used him in the past. So finals footy. You got to keep possession of the ball. Richmond want to keep the ball out of Brisbane's hands, so I think that he can get a few more possessions. That gets me two dollars twenty. What are you whacking on that one? That's a max fifty. Max fifty. Jesus, you're going hard or go home in this one. I wouldn't be. Ex- I wouldn't expect anything different from Pez. There's probably got like two bets of fi- three bets of fifty and one of forty, and then you've got your ten dollar uh, ten dollar multi. Is that about right? No, no. <laughs> two no. dollar bets for the cheeky. <laughs> I'm just going uh, max on each final. I reckon. Max on each final. Okay, so that's the 200. Oh, Jesus. I've gone something a little bit different, but let's get into the next game, Pez. Uh, something that I know that you're no, eager no, to... No, no, let's not talk about let, it. Let's go something that I know that you're eager to talk about. Pez, it definitely helped yesterday talking about the Geelong final. It eased my <laughs> nerves. It didn't help in terms of the result, but it did definitely ease my nerves. We've got the St Kilda game versus the Western Bulldogs. The game is played in Queensland at the Gabba. 225 for your Saints. Amazing that they have uh, drifted out so far. And Western Bulldogs enter as heavy favourites, $1.65. The line's five and a half. Really, really shocked with how these odds are. Um, and I know the reason why. It's because everyone just expects the Bulldogs, just happy to be in the finals, just to get in their eighth place. They do this Cinderella story. But you know what? I think that that's totally disrespectful towards what St Kilda has achieved this year. They have been one of the top six sides this year. And I think they should deserve at least the heavy favourite tag. No, I'm, ha- I'm happy to be underdogs against the dogs. That it, that's uh, perfectly fine because uh, the punters have gone off form because the Bulldogs, they've been in form. They've been able to win games, uh, especially under under tight pressure. That game against West Coast when Bontepelli kicked that goal from 50 metres out when he should have been kicking from 55 metres out, but the man on the mark thing, we've explained that before in the podcast. They've got to stop doing that. And also umpires do need to stop changing rules in uh, week to week, game to game, especially for finals. But uh, I'm super nervous about this game. St Kilda haven't played in the finals since 2011. Uh, a lot of players haven't played. I listened to Brad Hill earlier this week on SEN uh, on the radio. He seems like uh, the happiest guy in the world. And he, he gave up a little bit of information with Josh Battle going out. Um, obviously, uh, I think Jack, Zach Jones will come back in and, and take his place. So, And he mentioned Hunter Clark has been playing in the midfield the last few weeks. Remember that uh, game earlier in the year, Source, where I had Hunter Clark for 20 because I thought he'd be playing in the midfield a lot. He didn't do it that night. But the last couple of weeks, he's gone into the midfield. He's dominated. He's he's Pendlebury-like with his his movements and his space that he gets around him. So he could be a big-time player in the finals. Uh, I am worried. Last time, St. Kilda beat the Bulldogs. So we, we got over the top of them really easily against them earlier in the season. But Mitch Wallace wasn't playing like he is up forward. And Aaron Norton wasn't in the side as well. So um, their finals experience, they've got a, a young and upcoming team. Uh, Tim English versus Paddy Ryder and Rowan Marshall will be very interesting. I think uh, St Kilda will get that the taps and, and things like that. So if St Kilda can win in the clearances and, and get it going forward, they do need to kick straight in finals. You always need to kick straight. If you don't kick straight, you don't win. We saw that last night with Geelong taking lots of shots from the boundary. So... Uh, very nervous, but the St Kilda defence has stood up and there's some no-name defenders down there like uh, Wilkie, who's done his job uh, game in, game out since he came to the club, an accountant from South Australia, and he doesn't get spoken about much. Uh, but Dougal Howard as well will, will play probably on Aaron Norton and 
Uh, I don't know, I could just keep talking about the game, but I am very nervous and I've got to wait till uh, 4.40 on Saturday. Yeah, you are very nervous there, Pez. I can definitely hear if, uh, that's because I, I think I finished my whole beer during that uh, little spiel there. I love what you said about Hunter Clark. Uh, the Pendlebury um, comparison is so evident when you watch him play. When you watch Pendlebury, time just stands still. and They look like they have so much time. It's and unbelievable. They just, it's, it's one of those things where you're like, just as a supporter, you're like, tackle, tackle, tackle. Just get him. Yeah, and you're like, he's right there. And then you watch them just, evade players and with that you know that poise as well making the right decision for a young player most of the time him stepping into your midfield is an absolute win and I don't know why they haven't been playing him more in there yeah it must be something to do with uh, his fitness levels fitness it levels or structure or but if he because he's he's good off half back but mm-hmm. he's he's a monster in the midfield with that space and that time so um, if we can keep incorporating him in spurts into the midfield that'll be awesome I think Josh Battle will be a, he's a bit of a utility player he'll be a little bit of a loss uh, but we do get a good player coming in as well um, and I've got my Max King bet at $201 for the most goals in the final. So I hope Pinny kicks eight tomorrow. Well, it's funny that you mention that because you look at both these teams and they're, they're two teams that, you know, obviously finished in sort of same sort of uh, proximity. Their lists are very similar. They've got, you know, there's no real obvious um, downfalls for either team. But I do think St Kilda has an advantage in the forward line. I think that we've seen in the past the doggies really struggle against big forwards. You have got some players that have that sort of durability to go back and become big. You know, you've got uh, Max King down there. You've got the other bloke with the taps, t- tats who his name's always pronounced wrong. Membry. That's right, because I always call him Membrane and he always uh, <laughs> tell me off. But I think you've got a lot of um, – you can expose them above the ground, like above the, above the sort of, you know, the, the player of the football. You can get them in the air. Yeah, well, hopefully I'm not going to expose them under the ground because we're not we're not digging a hole. Uh, you know what I meant, uh, down at the Gabba. But uh, uh, watching games at the Gabba this year, I, I never noticed it early on, um, like in the 2000s when Brisbane were dominating. But it's such a small ground; you get a clearance, you get a shot on goal, and uh, it's very frustrating if a team gets on top at the Gabba and they're against you, and they get a clearance because they get a shot on goal nearly every single time because mm-hmm. it's just straight out. It's like down at Skilled or. Um, and things like that. So it's it's not ideal. St Kilda chose to play here as well, so they must enjoy playing here. We lost to Brisbane by two points uh, about a month ago as well. So uh, if it's the midfield battle for mine. Whoever wins that midfield battle gets their better opportunities from the forwards. But don't surrender and take pot shots from the boundary line like Geelong did last night. You've got to get better entries inside forward 50. Yeah, it's definitely going to be one of those midfield battles. You know, that contested ball that we know both teams love to win. Um, <laughs> Bontempelli, an absolute superstar, needs to stand up. If St Kilda are going to win this game, uh, Steele needs to, to be playing in the same sort of form he has been all year. Needs to win the contested pill and they need to utilise that short uh, exit out of the forward, uh, out of the centre ground to, to, to create quick options and quick shots on goal. I'm, I'm tipping uh, Jaron Geary plays a bit of a role on uh, Caleb Daniel as well because Fremantle shut down Caleb Daniel for a half and he didn't have an influence on the first half against uh, Fremantle the other week. So uh, if they can stop Caleb Daniel, one of the best kicks in the AFL, that'll go a long way to winning as well. Uh, Nervous to play against Tom Libertore as well because he is a contested beast. So they're going to have to put some work in there and try and do something as well. Yeah, let's hope that uh, you, you find a good bowler to, to, to line up to him because we know in finals he just hits tons, mates. <laughs> mate, it's, oh, what an interview <laughs> after the 26 I, I actually watched that today. I was with a mate and I'm like, they, they sent across the, the, the film to me. They're like, oh, remember, remember Liberatore? Uh, he, kicked, he, he hit a ton off, uh, I think it was Williams, he said. <laughs> so yeah, they put Williams out there and just uh, knocked him off the over the fence. <laughs> You're an absolute legend. But hopefully for your sake, Pez, and for, for my sake and my bet, that uh, he's not hitting a, th- uh, a ton. Hopefully he gets out for a duck because 
I, I, I think St Kilda. I, I'm tipping St Kilda. My bet's St Kilda um, centred. But tell, start us off, Pez. Start us off with a, with a nice little win. Come on. What, 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 are we, what are we betting for tomorrow? What are we, what are we cheering for? Let's go Saints head-to-head on points bet. Max 50. Let's just uh, bet with the heart. Let's do it. 50. Max, thank you. I'll get him at 210 on points bet, which is a, a little bit less than what you can get elsewhere, but you do get that halftime special. And we saw last night if that last goal hadn't accounted, uh, Pez, in your personal account, you would have paid out for all Geelong punters. Really disappointing to lose the lead within the, the, the last 14, 40 seconds or whatever it was uh, and uh, go into the half down. I've gone with St Kilda, Pez, but in this one, I've gone a little bit. Cheeky! Because I, I was having a little bit of research looking at finals. We know finals are close games because, you know, the, there's contested. The second qualifying final, Pez, not always that close. The last four years, the results oh, have been 58, 49, 55, and 47. And it doesn't matter what teams that they're playing. So last year, the Doggies lost by 58 points against GWS. The year before, Sydney got flogged by GWS. The year before that, Essendon, as we know. And the year before that... The doggies actually flogged West Coast. I'm going with St Kilda to win by 40 plus bears. What? Going 40 plus, 10 bucks. There's a 10 bucks on the $12 odds. It's a pocket 120. And I think if the I think basically what will happen is St Kilda will get off to an absolute flyer, and the doggies being happy just to be there. Oh, congratulating everyone. Oh, yeah, we're playing AFL. Oh, yeah, finals football. After the first quarter, they'll drop their heads. They'll start planning their their preseason, their postseason trip, and uh, they'll be start thinking about going home from the hub, and St Kilda will just pile it on, and we know that St Kilda can pile it on. I hope you're right. I hope your bet wins. I'm just uh, following your bet. But uh, it's in games like these, Source, as you would know last night, where we're punters, but we're footy fans first, and we just love watching the footy and – the money doesn't really matter at the moment. It's just about if your team can get up. And if you can make a little bit with it, why not? And if you lose the 50 bucks, you're going to be dis- as disappointed anyway as you would have been if your team lost. Yeah, most definitely. Um, uh, well, it's only 10 for me, Pez. But I am doing it for you, Pez. Support the Saints. I've been on the Saints this year. I like them. I like what they're doing. And uh, I do think that if, if uh, they come up against uh, Geelong, that it's a good chance for, for us to beat them over the doggy. So I, I take St Kilda there. All right, let's get into the, the final game of the finals, the other elimination final. We have West Coast playing Collingwood. West Coast going in as favourites, of course, playing at SBS Stadium, $1.45. Collingwood Outsiders, two seventy five. The line is 12.5. Last time these teams played, West Coast used the opportunity to uh, really start to come home and they really thumped Collingwood, knocking them out of the water in that first quarter. That was 10-goal uh, victory around there. Exactly right. But since then... They haven't been all up. They've been a little bit up and down. Collingwood's a bit the same. You know, a lot of injuries have depleted both of these sides. What happens in this one, Pez? Yeah, it's it's hard for both of these sides because uh, Collingwood earlier in the year losing Jeremy Howe is massive, massive, massive loss. Eagles, they announced, I think, last week or the week before, Elliot Yo is out for the whole final series in the whole year. So that's a massive loss as well. But it's who can combat that. I think Eagles at home, it's hard to go past the hour at $1.45, as you said, and I just love the uh, crispness of when you do the intro there and just uh, SBS Stadium. And uh, I'm, I'm just thinking of the new listeners and they're going, what the hell are these guys on about with SBS Stadium? It's called Optus. No, it's not. It's not called Optus because they lost that contract with the last World Cup when Optus was meant to <laughs> promote the um, <laughs> to promote the World Cup exclusively to Optus uh, Net, whatever they call it. It had to be online. You had to watch it online. Only you, way you could you do couldn't it. couldn't watch the soccer. 
No. And then and then Australia, go. biggest game of the biggest game oh. for, for Australia, and uh, couldn't be doing it. So, so they had to call SBS and say, "Hey, can you get us the out of this shit? Back. <laughs> get us out of this shit." So uh, SBS Stadium, mate, because they have taken the lead. They're, they're the, the forefront of live entertainment, and mate, got to be crisp with it. Got to be crisp. They are. It, it's um, the thing with Collingwood here. Their forward line is is pretty weak with uh, Mason Cox, Brody Majacek. I don't think they're big finals type atmosphere players, but it, it's Jordan Degoe factor. If if he turns it on and he kicks four or five, they can win any game that they are in because they've got Jordan Degoe. They've got Pendlebury. They've got Taylor Adams in the middle, who's had a he's all Australian this year. He's had an amazing season. They've got Chalor, who gets a lot of the pill. Um, West Coast. They've got Nick Natnui. They've got Tim Kelly. They've got. Andrew Gaff on the wing. They've got Kennedy and Darling up forward. They've got Liam Ryan up forward. And for that reason, their forward line being so much stronger, I'm going to go towards West Coast at home to give Collingwood a bit of a touch-up again. Yeah, I'm much the same. As you said, not only do they have the experience and the class, but they've got they've got um, staples around their ground. I love their forward line. And I think whilst the, you know, Collingwood's defence this year has been one of, one of the best ones with Darcy Moore and... Um, and Maynard back there really, you know, containing containing a lot of the, the, the forward entries. They've got too many weapons that can hurt you. Darling, Kennedy, Ryan, and then you've got the, that sort of abundance of, of players that pop up for a goal. You know, you know the old mate Oscar. You've got Tim Kelly that loves to snag one out of the midfield. There's heaps of players that can just pop up there. I think that they're going to be too strong. And we know that what West Coast like to do in finals... They like to pile it on quickly. They like to pile it on, and we're gonna. We saw last night how impactful a full house was, and how influential it was, especially towards the umpires. We forget that these umpires have only performed in front of twenty thousand, fifteen thousand, ten thousand, and they're going to be facing thirty thousand all dedicated West Coast fans on the weekend. Uh, in two days, I think it's going to be just too much, too overwhelming for Collingwood to stay competitive for the whole game. Yeah, it's, it's massive. I think they've lost lost uh, too much. And just for the fans out there, if you don't already, which I'm sure everyone does, Liam Ryan, watch him closely. Oh. He is an absolute gun. He's one of those players that we spoke about before, Source. Doesn't need the ball a lot in his hands to make a massive impact on the game. Yeah, massive, massive impact on the game. And... What I like about him is he doesn't even doesn't even just offer the X factor. He has the X factor. We spoke about Dean, uh, uh, Daniel Rioli earlier about what we expect from him as an X factor player, and we said it consistently, consistently kicking a goal. Liam Ryan, we expect for him about fifteen touches, a couple of crucial marks, a couple of snags, as well as a couple of goal assists. He's elite pressure around the ground. He just every time he goes near the ball, he's clean, he's crisp, he's smooth. Something good happens. It's, and you look back at the, the premiership that they won. Who took that contested mark? Like, it always gets overshadowed by by the, the Dom Sheed's goal. But the actual mark... What a goal. <laughs> the actual mark that Liam Ryan takes before that is an under pressure, running back with the flight of them, two-on-one mark, and then to hit Dom Sheed on the tit, lace out, like... It's elite. amazing. It's he's, elite. He's just getting better and better. And um, a young man, one of your favourite source, Isaac Ranking, oh. he needs to take a leaf out of Liam Ryan's book because at the moment, Isaac Ranking's all about the X Factor. He's trying to do too much. He's just got to simplify it, do what Liam Ryan does, do the simple things correct, and that X-Factor stuff will come. So we look forward to watching him next season. So my bet for this game, Source, I've gone for the sports bet, same game multi. We've chucked the max 50 on it. I've got Andrew Gaff to get 20 or more disposals. I've got Tim Kelly to get 20 or more disposals. Tight, contested, finals footy type game. And Liam Ryan, my man, to kick a goal, $2.25. 
Love that bet, Pez, because it's, if all those things happen, West Coast are winning. Tim Kelly last year was an absolute finals contested beast. Came third in terms of the uh, most disposals in finals, so I love that bet. And if your bet gets up and Liam Ryan gets one, then it's pretty close for me getting up. Because I, I, I'm glad we spoke about how impactful he is and how great he is to watch. He's one of my favourites. I've gone Liam Ryan to kick two goals. We had this in last year's final, Pez. Do you remember watching that with him to have two goals? Which final is this? Who they play? They played Essendon. Oh, wasn't a, it, was, it was a final? Yeah, they played Essendon in the finals last year. And bang. Had him to kick two goals. And remember how? Remember we were in, a, <laughs> in the empty bar at the Sporting Globe? Oh, that's right. Yes. I've gone, I've gone the exact same bet, Pez. I'm, I'm, I've gone, I'm sorry, mate. Coronavirus has happened and I cannot remember being in a pub. Yeah, do you remember when you used to be able to go to a pub and watch footy over there? Oh, but I've gone the exact same bet last year, Pez, and that got up and I've gone West Coast <laughs> to win. Liam Ryan for two goals. And I've put 25 on it and uh, – sorry, I've put 15 on it. I've put 15 on it. The and old uh, two, two-leg special. Did you power play it? Power played it, of course, mate. That gives me odds of 350 and I think that is absolute money for VBs. West Coast are going to win this game and Liam Ryan, we just spent a whole segment talking about him <laughs> rather than Collingwood versus West Coast. Absolute money for VBs. Take it to the bank. Take it to the bottle Cash in. Drink those ones in. I, I do I do enjoy that. I hope that gets up because Liam Ryan, one of my absolute favourites to watch. I wish he was in a St Kilda jumper, but that's not going to happen. Uh, so they're the four finals source. That's what's happening. You've pressed your cheeky button. I haven't pressed my cheeky button. You did your multi yesterday. I haven't done my multi yet. Cheeky. So we're about to do my multi. Just a three-legger. There's three games, three legs. I've gone Richmond 1-39. to 39. So the, to win between 1 and 39 points. Hate that points. bet. Hate that oh, bet. I know you do because you want <laughs> Brisbane to win. Brisbane's going to win by 50. I've gone my Saints minus 11 and a half. Pick your own line. Oh, I love that line. That's getting that. No one's in. <laughs> That's $3.20 by itself. And then West Coast, just a head-to-head. Keep it simple in the last game. $1.45 there. That gets $9.74 altogether. And I've just chucked 20 on it. That's 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 a real shame that it's going to lose on the, the, the Brisbane <laughs> Brisbane winning tonight <laughs> because yeah. otherwise that is an absolute stellar bet. So take take Richmond out of that and punters jump on that because we're all on the lines now. We're on the lines tonight, Pez. You're on the lines too. Come on, you know that. Uh, you know what? I actually do not mind who wins. Like you'd you'd love your money to win. Well, you, but you play that. You play the loser if you win. We play the loser. Yeah. I want Richmond to win then. Come <laughs> on, Richmond. I'm all over Richmond. I don't care who wins. Yeah, yeah. Actually, look at it, mate. Yes, you do. I'm all over Richmond. I prefer to play Brisbane up at the Gabba than I would prefer well, to play you, Richmond. You would, no, they would choose, so you'd have to play Brisbane and the Gabba. Yep. yep. They'd get their home final. So. Where, where, where do you think Richmond would take the final? Metricon. Okay. <laughs> you asked me a I question. Know, I you were so determined with it. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect did you to have one straight away. I thought you'd think about it. It was like automatic. But uh, that, that, is, that is the finals. Go Brisbane. Go Richmond. Go, go. If your team's still in, cheer for them, except for Collingwood. Yeah, exactly right. If your team's not in, uh, still try and enjoy the finals and try and think of what your, your club can do to get back in it. Because as a St Kilda fan, haven't been in it since 2011 and it's so good when your team, you know, is still in with a chance. Like, we finished six. We're probably not up there with the least favourite in the whole eight to actually win the premiership. But you're still alive if you're in. You're in. Yep. If you're in, you're in. And if you're out, make sure you jump on one of our older pod, uh, last podcasts that we had, where we went through the the, the teams that didn't make finals. We we gave um, one of our favourite segments, as we always say at the show, hashtag season over. And we went through what your team, um, did, how they performed this year, what they did right, right, what they need to improve on, and how they make finals next year. So make sure you jump on there, hit the subscribe button so you get a notification, and make sure you jump on our Twitter fez. Yep, at Behind the Bound on Twitter, at Behind the Bound on Instagram as well, and then Behind the Boundary on Facebook. Enjoy the final source. I'm excited. There's uh, just a couple of hours until this Brisbane-Richmond game. It's going to be massive. Uh, I'm Pez. Peace out. 
I'm Sauce. We'll catch up next time, guys. And if you're having a punt, as always, bet responsibly.